Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the show where you get expert advice about heavy-duty parts that keeps trucks and trailers on the road longer while lowering costs per mile. My name's Tom Clower. I'm the Senior Manager of Commercial Product Planning for Yokohama Tire Corporation. We're at TMC at the annual meeting here in Orlando, Florida, and this is the time where we get together as an industry. The fleets are here, the suppliers are here, and it's an opportunity for us to often talk about new products. Speaking of new products, Tom, how does your company approach the development of new products for the trucking industry? Well, that's interesting. Uh, you know, we've, we've had to develop over the years new philosophies on how we develop tires because the industry changes so fast nowadays. We're talking about the electric vehicles, whole different concept. So what we do is we take a good measurement of the market, see where the market's going. We try to understand where that market's going to be in the next four years, five years, six years down the road. And going, it's kind of like looking through a crystal ball. Right. But we can get a good, good measure of that by talking to our fleets, talking to our OEs manufacturers. We get a perception of what direction they're going, and we try to apply that to our products. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, in our industry, when they are planning out vehicles and, you know, the truck OEs are getting ready, the trailer OEs, we do have a bit of runtime, especially when we're on the parts side of the business. Mm -hmm. So we get a get the advantage of seeing both sides of it, especially a company like yours. You can deal with the tier one OEMs, but you also deal with all the people in the real world exactly. with existing equipment. So you exactly. get to see what's going on and how existing products are responding and then what changes are needed, correct? Yeah. That, that That's very true. And, and and to know how our existing products are. Now, we, we, we look at our, our competitors, but we also look at ourselves. We've got to be introspective. How are we doing? How, what is our, the perception of our customers of our products? I mean, are we meeting the market today? Are we going to meet the market tomorrow? You know, Mr. Customer, what kind of trucks are you going to be buying? What kind of equipment are you going to be doing? Are you going to be specking anything different? And based upon what they're doing, we've got to understand that. We've got to get, get a grasp on that. Luckily, you know, we're a global com company, uh, so we can pull information from the Euro our European counterparts, our Asian counterparts, and here in the United States. You know, I'm responsible for both, uh, you know, the entire North America, which means Canada and Mexico and the United States. And as you understand, there's a big difference between all that. What works in one doesn't necessarily work in the other. Well, when I left home in Canada, it was minus 40, and it's like 70 <laughs> degrees here in Florida. Big difference. Yes, 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 indeed. So, no, we got to take geography into consideration. we got to take where's the industry going. You know, we're talking, you know, everybody's talking about last mile deliveries. That's a segment that has been on a constant increase over multiple years now. Yeah. Where is that going? What's tomorrow look like with that? Is the EVs going to affect it? Well, how does that affect our products? We have to be ready for that. Mm -hmm. So we're always taking a measurement every single day out there of what's going on. I listen to our field guys. Yeah. You know, I have to listen and understand that. 
I'll go out and talk to the fleets all the time. Whenever I get a chance to talk to fleets, you know, they were the ones that are telling me where we need to go. Well, let's talk a little bit about the uh, different tires that you're featuring here at TMC. Let's talk about, now, uh, Now, forgive me, it's a 114R, correct? Yes. This is a severe duty application? No, the 114R is our trailer tire. Okay, see, I needed your help to yep, get this yep. straight. Yeah, there, <laughs> there you go. No, it's a regional trailer tire. And when I say regional, uh, you know, it, it's got a deeper tread depth. It's more cut and chip resistance. Okay. And we've put some special features in but the main target with that really has been spread axle operations okay spread axle operations are very unique uh, you know depending upon where the load is put at on a spread axle you end up with either a pivot axle or a sliding axle one of the two you always got that now on the pivot axle you end up with what they call scaling It'll, as, as that tire turns it will scale and, and tear at the rubber or the tread rubber on that uh, the skid axle yeah. Okay, that tire is basically going sideways. Right. Okay, so what did we need? We needed to do something. Everybody's been using a steer all position tire on that. Mm-hmm. You know, the 20 or the 12 30 second, 13 30 second tires, they don't cut it. I mean, they'll, they'll tear them things apart really fast. Yeah, so they don't cut it, they get cut. They, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's a true statement. So everybody's been using the steer all position tire, you know, usually a cut and chip resistant tire. You know, the tires wear out. They get more mileage out of them, but they wear out ugly. You know, all chopped up and beat up and that stuff, but they get more miles out of them. We decided we needed to get into this this segment and really drill into it and figure out what's going on here. So that's where our 114 came out. You know, the tire has a cut and chip resistant compound. The tread has been been designed to be able to handle both of those uh, factors, both the the scaling and the sliding uh, has been designed for that. But a special feature that we have on our outside ribs are rounded. Okay. And they're rounded to be able to withstand both of those features. So when a tire starts sliding sideways, instead of having a sharp edge on there where it can catch and tear, this tire is going to kind of curve over a little bit and it's just going to round out and go and slide a lot easier. So a tire is very, very specifically designed for the spread axle, but with the cut and chip resistance aspects of it and the way the tread has been designed, mm-hmm. we've got a funnel-shaped uh, step groove, keeps the uh, debris from digging in, rocks and stuff, to digging in and ruining the casing. It works very good in the regional applications. You got curbs, you've got railroad tracks, you've got God knows whatever is laying around there. This tire is designed to be able to withstand all that. Okay. So, what was the impact after you released this tire on like the, the total cost? Did how did it drive that down for the fleets that started using it? Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's a very good question because when you were talking about a steer all position tire, which most people's been using, we're talking about a tire that's got 1930 seconds or more on it. Obviously, that tire costs more. Just, just simply because it's got more rubber to it. We don't need that rubber. We, we knew that that was too much rubber. We got bad wear. So we had to get somewhere in between the 12 and the 19 or 21, 30 seconds. We had to get somewhere in between there. So when we designed this tire, we, we found that you know the sweet spot was right around 16, 30 seconds. And so we got less less 30 seconds. Less 30 seconds mean I don't need to charge the customer that much more money. Right. Less material, less money. There exactly, you go. Exactly. So purchase price actually comes down. Purchase price comes down. So we're saving the customer. Instead of going to the 12, 30-second uh, tire, much cheaper, or the more expensive 21 or 19, 
you know, we're right there in the middle. So on that aspect, that's perfect. The other aspect is, you know, the efficiencies of our production that once we start getting cranking on this here tire, you know, the cost is going to start leveling out for us. That makes sense. So, and we're going to try to get the customer a better value. It's all about how many miles per 30 second usable miles per 30 second that customer is going to get. We feel they're going to get much more out of it. Yeah, I like that usable miles. That's, that's an important right. measurement. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Don't have a heavy-duty part number and need to look up a part? Go to parts.diesellaptops.com or download the app on Apple or Android to create your free account. Looking for high-quality fuel injection for heavy-duty applications? Having one supplier for fuel injection allows you to better serve customers by providing them with a complete line which increases your sales and profitability. Learn more at ambacinternational.com slash aftermarket. Parts availability and quality have a big influence on fleets and owner-operators' total cost of operation. If they can't find a part, it means more downtime. If they install a low-quality part and it fails, it means even more costs like tow bills, hotels, meals for the driver, and lost revenue. That's why we recommend Sampa. They manufacture a wide range of advanced parts for commercial vehicles. Their website has an intelligent product search engine and broad coverage of suspension, steering, and fifth wheel components. Expect more. Expect Sampa. Visit sampa.com today. Okay, tell me about the, if I get this right, the 716U? Yes. Now, is that the one that's heavy That's heavy duty application? Okay, yes. see, I got those confused. There you go. Let's talk about that for, for a moment. First of all, what vocations is it specifically designed for? Originally, this tire was designed for the waste industry. Okay. Uh, the waste industry, we're, we're talking about side loaders. Uh, we're talking about front loaders, ones that come pick up your garbage every week, you know. You know, these guys are starting to go to EV. That's one thing about it. Um, but they have also started looking at the ultra wide base lineup. Ultra wide base lineup is very unique in this this uh, segment. Most customers have always used a 31580 R22.5, big heavy duty tire, 10,000 pounds capacity and all that, and then they retread the heck out of them. In the old days, these guys would get they didn't measure miles, they didn't measure weeks. Right. You know, now they started to go to the ultra wide base. They tried to start play with them a little bit. The key feature about this and what makes it very unique versus the, the old standard, instead of eight tires on the back of this, we got four tires. By doing that, we are able to save that customer, which depends upon your operation, um, up to 700 pounds per vehicle. Wow. 700 pounds is a lot of weight. Right. You know, that's a lot of weight. And the other aspect on it is the uh, ultra-wide base retreadability. We at Yokohama are very proud of our durability. And one of the things that we do not compromise on, on any of our products, whether it's ultra-wide base, whether it's regional, long-haul, last-mile delivery, is dependability, durability, retreadability. Mm-hmm. Our ultra-wide base tires are one of the most retreadable uh, ultra-wide base products in the industry right now. So let me ask you something, Tom. With that re- weight reduction, yes. did that enable them to increase the amount of load, thereby increasing revenue, or was it more about um, just decreasing the amount of weight and then getting better performance, like maybe fuel efficiency or something like okay. that? Like, where did it actually the, the weight reduction? Where did it hit where it lowered costs for, for those fleets? That can go two different directions. That's what I was curious yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for the ICE, the internal combustion yeah. unit, okay? 
there's guys can take and they can get another maybe another couple of streets worth of use. Right. You know? Because they can take on more load. They can take on more load. And stay within the safety limits. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Now, for the EVs, it reduces the weight. So again, it's gonna give them more miles per battery on that. Okay. You know? Understood. So that there helps out considerably yeah. on that. So it's a plus plus all the way around. All right, let's uh, talk about the 121T. What application is it for? Uh, the application for the 121T is drop bed trailers. Okay. You know, a lot of these guys are starting to run the smaller diameter tires on that, 17.5s and such as that, the 225.70, or 215.75, 235.75, and the 245.75. Can I say that seven times fast, yes, right? Yes, yes, please uh, do. Okay, so, so what are the vocations then for that application that are typical? Just give us a couple examples. Okay, well... We just as an example, one of our customers hauls uh, uh, wind, windmill blades uh, for the, you know, for the power generations, yeah. and that's what they use. Very specifically, uh, they run a 245. Uh, the the problem therein again is everybody was using a steer all position tire. Okay. Nobody really had a dedicated trailer tire. We know and understand that. These two tires have completely different forces working against them. So is a steer-all position tire going to be optimal for them? No, it's not. The other problem is anything that was a dedicated trailer tire for that had very low speed limits on them. Right. And I mean, we're talking down to, you know, like 61 or, or, or even in the 50s. Okay. You know, uh, so the 121T, we had to tackle that on both fronts. Mm -hmm. We need to develop a tire that can handle the forces of a, of a trailer. You know, we, we got a lot of, you know, uh, braking issues with trailers. Sure. We got following tracking issues with trailer tires. We got a lot of the lateral movement on trailer tires that they have to contend with. So we put that all into these tires and the durability, because the, these things run over every damn thing. Yeah. You know, so we had to do that. But we also had to increase the speed limit on them. We need to get these tires up to 68 miles per hour at least, okay. you know, for, for the highway running. So that's what we did with the 121T. It's severe snow rated. It's got the three peak mountain snowflake. So it's good for all weather conditions. A lot of, a lot of our customers run up in the Northern States. Snow and slush. We got to get that out from underneath the tires. How do we do that? We have to design the tires specifically. So it sounds to me like your approach has been one of, of instead of trying to get one tire to fit all, you're, you're going into these specific problems. You're solving a real problem. You're developing a specific product to solve that problem and to give the fleets the, the performance that they need for the application. That seems to be like the approach that I'm hearing. You're right. That is the approach that we're, and you know, and this is one way, one, we can refine our lineup. We want to specialize for that customer. And like I said before, you know, our customers are the ones that tell us what we need to do. Bottom line is, uh, because we got to satisfy them. And we start looking at this and we start to say, well, you know what? This has been working for many years, but just because it's working doesn't mean it's going to work tomorrow. We got to look at that and say, what, what is tomorrow going to bring? Well, let's start targeting certain uh, segments on this. What segment's growing? What's going to be an important segment? And then focus in on that. Let's create the right tire for the right job. Yeah, and we want to avoid complacency also. Just because the status quo is, uh, quote-unquote, good enough doesn't mean it's actually what's best for the customer. So, right. Tom, thank you for taking some time and talking no with me. I've learned a lot. Tires is not one of my strong suits. I never did sell tires when I was a sales account manager. So this has been fascinating, and I look forward to learning more and talking to you again in the future. You're welcome. Thank you very much for having me.
HCA Truck Pride is the heart of the independent parts and service channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride and let the heart of the independent service channel take care of your commercial equipment. 